welcome to Straight Cut. My name is Aaron Shuttleworth, and I am in the greatest city known to man. I am in my hometown of Kansas City. As everybody knows, I talk about it all the damn time, and there's a reason why I love this town so much. You know, I love Little Rock. It's home now, but KC will always be first. So the first stop I had to do, me and the wife came up here, had to stop and get my barbecue, but the second stop I had to make was to a cigar shop. And I am at Outlaw Cigar in Kansas City, and I have a special guest with me today. A couple of episodes ago, we did the, uh, the Ten Commandments of Cigar Smokers, and right here in front of me is the author of the Ten Commandments of Cigar Smokers, Jacob Walker. How you doing? I'm doing good, Aaron. How are you? Oh man, I'm living the life. I'm sitting down having a cigar, having a new cigar, and uh, we're going to talk all about that. Um, what we are smoking today is something I've never had before. I'm going in totally blind with this. Made a once around in the humidor, and uh, you know, I said, pick something out, let's do it. You went for this, I'm like, all right, hell yeah, let's do that. So this is the Foundation... Manalink. Manalink, okay. Yeah, so uh, we'll dive into that a little bit more, but this is the first time I've ever had this. Have you had this before? I have not. Oh, so we're both going in blind. Yep. All right, all right. And then uh, you're gracious enough to give me a beer. And what am I having? Am I having the uh, the dark chocolate wheat? Yes. All right. Who by Outlaw. Outlaw, Mac. So with this, you have your own beer and everything, too? So we are forming that new shop uh-huh. uh, in North Kansas City, about 13,000 square feet. That's going to be a microbrewery. Awesome. And one of the brewers from a, from a former other microbrewery um, was hired on to... Uh, he's good friends with our owner, Kendall, uh-huh. and he is brewing all these. So not really stamping our name on it right yeah. now. These are more test beers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've been having them at all these parties and this was left over from last night's foundation party. Cool. So, yeah. It's a foundation party. Yeah. It was, how, how was the turnout for that? It was busy. It, it was, was a lot of fun. Nick yeah. was a lot of fun to hang out with. Yeah. yeah. I haven't, I haven't been to any of their events. We just had one at our home store. Uh, we had Dan and KC from Tatawahe and Latelier and I, unfortunately I wasn't able there to be there. I was on the radio doing my football broadcasting, but I know we had a good time, but you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I want to come up here and see one of your events one time you get one just at your other location in the south going on right tonight, now correct? right now 11 to 8 o'clock that's a man that's now that's an event 11 to 8 yeah that's a that's an all-day event but that's your <laughs> that's your big store yes so is, was this the first one this was the first one i believe it was 1995 or 96 when this one was around okay um the other one was a couple years ago um gosh i you know i couldn't put the exact date on i think i went there I know I went there three years ago, and that might have been the first time, and it might have been open for a couple years before then. Mm-hmm. I know it's big; it's a good size. It used to be like a macaroni grill or something like yep. that. Yep. Yeah, it's a, it definitely one of the best humidors I've ever walked into in any cigar shop. I mean, if it's if if you're looking for it, it's it's in there somewhere. Yep, it's uh, 5,500 or 6,000 square feet, and then the humidor itself is about 1,500 square feet in itself. That's the way you go it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So the reason why I'm talking to you today is because I just want a little break, come up to KC, you know, have a three-day weekend and everything, and uh, I reached out to you like, hey, I want to do this, you free, you want to do it, and you jumped at the, you know, you bid at it, so that's so cool, you know, this is the first time us meeting face-to-face and even, mm-hmm. you know, talking to each other, we just talk through Instagram and all that kind of shit too, yeah. so it's nice to put, you know, an actual face and, you know, everything to to this, and now you're 
you're sitting in with the uh, with, with a with a with a limelight right here. I mean, yep. <laughs> so I it's wish, cool. It's, I'm glad you you uh, you know you, you joined me and everything for this. Yeah, I w wish I could get a beard like that. This is a good like week <laughs> and a half, two weeks right now. So, well, and it's just stubble, if I've, anything. I've there's a whole lot of ugly under this. That's why I've got <laughs> that's why I got to rock this thing. But uh, you know, I, I was graced with the uh, the good beard genes. You know, there's yeah. three out of the four brothers. We got the good beard genes. The other one, he can grade a great pedo stash. I mean, that's yeah. that's what he can get. We, uh, I'm nickname around here is Babyface here and there. Mm -hmm. So some would, people call I me would, that. I would card the hell out of you if you walked into my shop. Oh, yeah. I'll get carded till I'm at least forty. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I shave. I'm like, I'm back to like seventeen. So, uh, just want to let everybody know too that uh, we're actually recording while you're open. We're stuck back in the corner, so this mm -hmm. is like a, a live show almost. We got football games going on. I got. A couple different ones. We got LSU, Alabama. So not to date it too much, but I know uh, Mark is really happy right now, and Alabama's going for a big run. It looks like they're about to score. So I can know as of right now, Mark is at my home shop, probably yelling and talking mad shit to Sean, who's an LSU fan. So congratulations, Mark, as of that right now. But it looks like you're still down. So tough. Um, but uh, let's talk a little about uh, you know what you do here in Outlaw. How long you been in cigars and everything like that. Uh, so I've been here at Outlaw since I would say about mid-July. Okay. Um, graduated in May. Um, accepted a full-time job up here from St. Louis, so I moved all the way from St. Louis. So you came to, to the here. good side. Of the state. Yes, oh, the good side, yeah. a lot better, a lot cleaner side. Side, <laughs> that's for sure. And you know, I've enjoyed every minute up here. I've been up here before. Um, visiting friends and all and we've been to this exact shop and I'd come up here a couple of times to smoke on not necessarily breaks but just on the weekend um, when I moved you know, it was kind of hard to find time to hang out with friends on the weekend when a lot of them are either a still in school B a lot of them are moving away accepting full-time jobs so it was nice to come up here you know open environment is nice to meet a lot of the guys and I was bored on the weekend and basically didn't want to be sitting on my ass all weekend. Yeah. So uh, picked up a part-time part job here on the weekends. So nice. I'm only that, here Friday, Saturday, Sundays. I mean, that's that's kind of how I fell into into Weston. You know, mm -hmm. It was one of those things where, hell, I'm going to be there all the time anyways. I want to get paid for it. Yeah, I mean, and a great but, discount. Yeah, <laughs> it, I mean, definitely that. But it, it manifests into a little bit more. Also, I, I, you know, I can say that from my side, you grow and you get like some really good relationships with your patrons and with your regulars and everything. And you're kind of like with me, you know, we're in the younger demographic, you know, just mm -hmm. looking around the room, we're definitely probably the youngest in here. Oh yeah. Um, I think you're going to find that in, in any shop that you go around to. Um, but you said this is your part-time job. What, what's your main profession? So I'm a project engineer for a general contractor. Okay. Um, graduated with an architectural engineering and civil engineering degree. Cool. So I just basically do cost estimating, scheduling a little bit here and there. And do you do any of the drawings or anything? No. We get handed those drawings and okay. then we basically funnel all the stuff that the, you know, as a metaphor, we kind of funnel everything that the client and the architect want to do. Yeah. And then we basically are the funnel that says, all right, this person's doing this, this person's doing this. So we don't do any physical labor. We just make yeah. sure everyone's doing their labor. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I totally understand. I deal with architects all the time, and uh, I'm just glad to know that you don't draw because I cuss you out all the time. Yeah, online. that's what I was originally wanting to do, <laughs> and then realize how much architects get shit on oh. all the time. Oh, yeah. So here's, since I've, I've been doing construction for 20 years, you've been in, how long have you been doing what you've been doing? 
just started in May. So, all right, so yeah, you're just now making your bones and everything. Yeah. I truly believe I will die on this soapbox. I wish architects could be in the field for at least a year just to know that, like, looks great on paper. Ain't no way it's going to work. <laughs> exactly. But it, but it looks pretty. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I was actually just having that discussion with uh, some guys in my shop this past Friday because we got some plans. And I'm like, nah, there's that it doesn't it doesn't work that way but uh, at least you're on the good side yep. of that uh, but yeah um, how long have you been smoking cigars <sighs> um, I would say the first time was about 17 okay. um, one of our buddies growing up no night like 2017 or when you were 17 when I was 17 nice so yeah kind of a rebel I know hey, but I, uh, I think I was 15 <laughs> so <laughs> yeah uh, it was actually a gift um, from our buddy's dad, he ended up giving us a couple cigars, and you know, it was someone's birthday, and we were all at his house because they were the hangout spot. Yeah, and we would smoke the acid Cuba Cuba. Hey, numero uno. A lot of people book. cut their teeth on those acid lines. Yeah, there's a reason why it's the number one selling cigar. It's because everybody smokes it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I never necessarily talk bad. It's I mean, it's one of my go-to's when someone's first starting as I take them to the infused yeah, ones. Yeah, it has a time and place. I mean, yeah. every once in a while, I want to enjoy a, you know, a good infused cigar. Mm-hmm. Or I'll even show them, you know, crack open the cellophane, have mm-hmm. them take a, a, a whiff of it, basically, mm-hmm. and they'll basically be like, oh, you know, I'm kind of looking for more of that natural tobacco. They were cigarette smokers or whatever before mm-hmm. and wanted to get more into cigars. So, you know, show them those. Let's take them to the lighter ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, it's, that's a you know that's a good way to good way to start off and everything. Well, let's touch on this cigar right here. We're both about an inch in or so. Um, man, I'm liking this. This yeah. is this is good. Um, so this is uh, pretty much named after the uh, the son of the the uh, king of Solomon, uh, Queen of Sheba. So nice history reference and everything to you. Um, it's a. It only comes on one size, so it's easy to remember. It, uh, it's a petite robusto, and that's uh, this right here. Perfect size for me. Definitely love that one uh, right there. It's a uh, San Andreas wrapper, Nicaraguan binder filler. So it's almost like you read into my mind of what I like, or that you just heard almost every damn show that I've done, and you know what I like. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this is really good. What do you think so far? You know, I'm really liking it. I mean, just the construction of it. I'm mm-hmm. a big box press fanatic myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So this is like a nice soft box press. It's not those yeah. super hard angles and everything. Really nice. It's it was almost like a bellicoso end uh, yep. cap also. Well, that so that was really nice. Um, and I just love the color and I mean the, sh- the shine with the gold and all that on the band. It does. It, it looks. It's a very. Uh, it's a very rich looking cigar. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones where and it's not even going to break the bank. Uh, you know, it's. I think it was like 14 15 bucks something like that um i man your taxes here i love them arkansas tax <laughs> sucks um <laughs> up here it's really good um yeah like i was saying one size it's four and a half by 52 uh petite robusto um really 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 nice really enjoying this one and it's going well with this with the uh, the beer that we're having so far like we said just starting off you know we're halfway through the the first first um Definitely full body. Get that nice spice mm-hmm. and everything. Um, do you retrohale at all? No, I haven't mastered it yet. You know, I've 
never really inhaled anything. Uh-huh. Um, it's always been a difficult thing for me. I can't swallow pills. You know, it's just one of the things that I can't, I haven't mastered. I yeah. always end up coughing up a lung when I do it. I do it wrong, but <laughs> so I'm trying. I'm trying. It's, it's funny. So my wife, like, she can take pills, like, dry without, like, drinking anything. I'm like a gallon of water for every pill. I can't, I can't do that. It's just, every time she does it, I'm like, you monster. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. take something to drink. I mean, we have a fridge full of whatever. Mm-hmm. Just put your mouth under the sink or something. It's like, oh, I can't do that. And she does it like a champ, and then I'm over there, like, hawking up a lung, just, yeah. like, gagging, <laughs> thinking about and everything, and I can't, I can't do that. So, do you remember what your first cigar was? Acid Cuba Cuba. Okay. Um, so, you know, we would smoke with all my buddies back then. I mean, we were doing acid Cuba Cubas left and right. Um, whenever we would hang out, but then it's slowly when I get, when we got into college, uh-huh. we, you know, we went our separate ways, but when I was a freshman in college, um, there was an older guy in the house, Paul, that would pull me out of what we had study hours. We had to do 20 mandatory study hours a week. Yeah. Had to be sitting down and studying and he would pull me out of them and we would go drink bourbon on the front porch and smoke cigars. And it got to the point where I was trying all these different cigars from from all these different places, and I was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna I want to be known as something. And my dad always told me, if you're gonna do something, do it right. Mm-hmm. So he ended up getting me a cigar dossier, and I mean, I've been filling it with yeah, new cigars. Yeah, I, I, every I time. saw that. You know, sitting at your table, that's a it's a good thick one. Yeah, let me take a look at that. I'm sure, what's all in here? Yeah, it's the first like couple years was <laughs> good smoke. You know, mm-hmm. good-looking cigar, tasted bad. Oh damn, son! Yeah, this is this is so. This is what we have at our shop. Mm-hmm. The same. This is a smaller one, though. I like this because ours is like this big. I haven't seen the size. This small, small one. Let's see. Yeah, I. Oh, there's. So I'm a, much I'm a beginner. <laughs> I, I think I think that was my ash. Oh, let's see what you got in here. Julius Caesar, and I see a star next to it. Yeah, the stars mean I would buy again. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see, Grand, Fuente Grand Reserve, oh yeah. I've been LP. doing that for about four years, I believe. I think I started in 2015. Nice, oh. yeah. yeah. You've got uh, the Chillin' Moose. So that is the cigar I keep in my humidor at home for if people want to come over and like want to smoke a good cigar, but I don't have to give them you know, yeah. one of my good $15 ones. And honestly, that's a good cigar. So I've had some in my humidor that's been sitting there for about two and a half years. Dude, the spice on that thing. Yeah. Oh, it uh, it definitely wakens up after that, a couple of years. That was one of the that was the only cigar really so far, uh, knock on wood, that I had a little too much to drink and uh-huh. took it backwards from someone who was taking a puff of it and just burnt my lips all Ooh. over it. <laughs> so I have a nice little PTSD with the chilling moose. Yeah. <laughs> so the fiftieth that was your fiftieth cigar you had in, in the book. Oh, in the book. In the okay, book. okay. Oh my god. This thing is full. Yeah, I'm about at 480 in the book out of 600. So do you put every cigar? Just the new ones. Okay. Oh, so just the first time, like the first time you smoke yep. them. Uh, I got to com- uh, to commend you, my man. This is uh, this is good. Like, I've been smoking for 15 years and I don't even have this. Let's see if, what else is in here that I've uh, that I've had. Probably more towards the end when I, like, started working. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I've been getting a lot of the ones from, you know, normal brick and mortars. Yeah. Or, you know, that was all foundation right there. Okay. Um, a lot of Alec Bradleys, LFDs. 
asylums, Arturo Fuentes. So I see you smoke a little bit of, of everything. Yes. What's your uh, what's like your five or so go to ones? Flor de las Antillas by my by my father. Okay. And then just depending on my mood, I'll do the you know the Maduro one or not. Okay. So I I'm a Maduro guy. I think I like that sun grown a little bit better than that Maduro. I agree. It's a nice change of pace. Yep. Um, the Padron 7000 series. It's a good one. Um, you know, for 10 bucks, mm-hmm. I mean, you get a great Padron quality smoke right there. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our house blend, the black powder. That's a good medium, medium full body, depending on which size and all. Mm-hmm. Very dark. I'm a big box press Nicaraguan you know, Maduro. Yeah, just, just so. looking through here, I, I can see, you know, a lot of a lot of Maduros and everything in here. And then, of course, the LFD Andalusian Bull. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. I really want. They ju- they have. Uh, they just came out with an ashtray for sixty bucks. I want that ashtray real bad. We got them last week at our shop. Oh my! So I we got the delivery and everything, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And I open it up, I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. man, that thing is nice. It's sexy. So we actually, uh, bulls were so hard to find yep. a year ago, eight months ago, or so like that. So uh, we had an LFD event. Um, maybe five months ago or so, and they sent us 25 boxes of bulls. <laughs> and we sold every single one of them. I couldn't move. Like, I knew there was guys that were looking for them. So I, I texted a buddy of mine. I was like, hey, you looking for bulls still? He's like, yeah. So I sent him the picture of our humidor and just, like, the three stacks. It's like, how much you want? He's like, how in the hell did you get that? We're like, hey, it's all in who you know. <laughs> yeah, we had two boxes about a month ago, and they were gone. Mm-hmm. We actually we had four boxes, two at this shop, two at the south shop, and the two up here were gone within 24 hours. Yeah. And the ones at the south were done that next 24 hours when they got transferred down there. Yeah. So it was like 20, 48 hours, four boxes gone. Yeah, yeah. LFD does really good at our at our home shop. We for so for that event we actually had um, Lido was supposed to be there. Uh, he ended up having being uh, sick or something personal came up. So his son uh, Tony came up, mm-hmm. which it was awesome. And I mean, Tony is a is a great great guy so it's good to see him up there so you got you got the uh the florida los Angeles, you got the the bull you got uh what else was there uh padrone the padrone 7000 and then the uh the house blend black powder okay i'm a the tabernacle madeira one that is a good one that, that I, I think, think it's toothy dark so your south location is the first time that I had that, and that's exactly how I put it. It's that t- real nice, like almost braille all all over that wrapper. You want you want a good toothy cigar that burns really well. Yep. That was a that was a very very good one. Your in your shop down south was the first one I had. Mm-hmm. It was a yeah. I definitely agree with that. Tell you what, this cigar here that we're having, it's uh it's gonna go on my list of uh, short ones. That's mm-hmm. uh. Be nice to find. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. Uh, we'll have to pick up a few more yeah. <laughs> before, before I head out of here. Um, some of the notes you got uh, some earth, le- leather, a little oak. Definitely get that spice. Let me uh, let me do that retro. See how that is. See if I don't burn my sinuses off. Yeah, that spice is definitely there. Really getting that. So that retro, really really nice. You get that that robust um, roasted flavor off the back of your sinuses. Really really nice. It's pairing well with this beer too, so uh, commemorate whoever made this beer. Man, I never had a chocolate wheat. I love wheat beer. Like uh, the Boulevard wheat is one of the best wheat beers I've ever had. Yeah. But yeah, but chocolate, man, 
I wouldn't have thought of it no. at all. It's it's like a combination. I've never I I've never seen that before. So I was you show me what you had. I was like, mm-hmm. hell, chocolate wheat beer. Yeah, let's try that. I've never yeah. I never had that before. But it's uh, it's really good. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a lot of fun with the parties because it's. Uh, we provide all the alcohol and mm-hmm. the food and all that. So you know, whoever shows up, feel free to grab whatever you want. No, you know, there's no buy-in. There's nothing. Nice. You know, welcome. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's what you want in a shop. You want the that open door, welcome arm kind of mentality and everything. And you definitely get that. You know, up here, I'm I'm lucky enough that I can travel around to to different shops and, and country and everything. And you know, every time I come to KC. I gotta stop it, you know, outlaw and everything. But I'm glad I, I came to this location mm-hmm. because it is it, for me. Your south location is nice. It is huge. It's very big. Me personally, I like the, I like the coziness of smaller shops and everything. And mm-hmm. this one right here, this one, this one reminds me of home because everybody's kind of in in the same area and everything like that. You don't have to, you know, you're not sitting across the room from like you could have 20 people and they're yeah. all in their own little area. Here, you're being forced to kind of congregate and mingle and I mean, that's what all oh, yeah. the shop's about you got to bs with each other and, and stuff like it's that. the camaraderie yeah, really yeah definitely that's, that's that's what it is um so what do you think about the cigar spice mm-hmm. i mean the spice is just killer mm-hmm. but it's, you know for a nice petite you know robusto kind of size for it love it yeah box press yeah it's uh definitely hitting I'm really getting the leather tones to it too yeah I'm getting I'm, we're just, I'm I think we're both about to the you might be a little bit more further I'm a slow smoker uh, the second third I am getting a, that little bit of that leathery is starting to come to come to play everything wants to join the party and everything it's uh it's really nice like you're saying the, the band on this is really good I and I just I didn't get a good look at the box but the box looks pretty sexy mm-hmm. nice artwork on the inside I'll have to check it out uh, when I go back in the humidor and everything, um, but yeah, if you're if you can get this around anywhere, definitely uh, go and, and pick pick that up uh, at your local B and M or wherever. Um, so you've been doing you've been here for what since June July you said? Yep. So four months or so. Yep. So what's your uh, what do you liking about uh, you know working in the cigar industry? I mean, really, going back to the whole camaraderie, I mean, networking, you're talking to, you know, different generation gaps, and, mm-hmm. I mean, we have a guy that comes in all the time and, you know, always shoots the shit with us all yeah. the time, and, you know, just dealing with the other people and giving advice, saying, hey, you should try this, and, oh, I mean, we have a huge pipe selection and pipe tobacco, and, I mean, I've never smoked pipe before, uh-huh. but... I feel like I could go into it right now and know a lot more than some other people yeah. just from what I hear from some of the regulars. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have regulars at our place that, like, I'm not a pipe guy. I have a couple pipes. I know enough to get me in trouble. But we have a few guys that that's what they do. They are the pipe people. And if they're in the lounge and somebody has a question about a pipe or whatever, I'm always like, hey, Joe, come here. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's got a question for you yeah. because I'm not going to send him in the right direction and everything. I mean, I'm still like that with cigars. I mean, there's a lot of times, I mean, like I said before, in the humidor, I haven't had every single cigar that's in there. Mm-hmm. You know, with this one being about 800, 900 square feet, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't had everything yet. Yeah. But, you know, if I don't know about a certain cigar, I'm not going to, you know, bullshit my way through it. I'm going to go to yeah. one of the guys that's been working here for four, ten years. Yeah. 
that are going to know a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, I mean, that's the best way to go about it because if you, if you just trying to like, you know, BS your way through whatever, like you said, you know, it might come across as, you know, a bad experience to the consumer or whatever. It might be totally wrong. Be like, oh yeah, this has tons of spice. And then it's like, got, Cream. got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it, mm, this is so creamy and light. Yeah. <laughs> like the no. complete opposite of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, one of the greatest things that I love about, you know, the cigar industry is, is, or at least working here, is, you know, we don't get compensated for what we sell. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to make sure that you're having a great experience mm-hmm. and to keep smoking. That way, you know, you have a friend that can help you and guide you on, hey, you know, you typically like 60 ring gauge Maduros, not box press, but rounded. Mm-hmm. Let's take you over here. Yeah. Oh, hey, we just got the Gordito size of the Tobacco Special. Even though he does, you know, we had a guy um, that comes in, that was his, you know, order. Well, the Gordito came in, and he has never had an infused cigar. Mm-hmm. Tried it. Next week, he came in, bought a whole box of them. That's his new favorite cigar. Nice. So, you know, it's always about, you know, I knew what he liked. Yeah. We had those come in, so I saved one off for him so that he could try it. And then he tried it, and now it's his new favorite yeah, cigar. Yeah, and now he knows... And you're all a part of that, and that's what's cool, you know, making those lasting memories and everything. Um, the, yeah, I like I like the I like the tabak. Well, we had that on our show, you know, I think on our fused show or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's one of those ones where like, man, sometimes I just feel like I want like a nice coffee, creamy cigar. Hell yeah, yeah. Just change it up a little bit. Yeah, change, you got to I mean, changes up a little bit. Like I know, I know Doug. He likes uh, he likes the the I believe it's the Blondie Bellicoso. Mm-hmm. He really likes that one a lot. That's a that's a really good one. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I, you know, I like what you're going at. You know, you got that, you got that right mentality for somebody. Yeah. You're, you've been smoking a while, as you can tell, just from the dossier. How long you've been taking, taking that dossier? Four years. Four years. So yeah. So I mean, you got your going in the right direction and everything, and that's the uh, that's good. And it honestly, it is a little harder when you are on the younger side working in oh, a yeah. older establishment, or you know, for a an older generation thing. But like I've always said from our first episode and early on, you know. We're the new cigar smokers. We're the ones that, you know, eventually the older generation is going to be, you know, die and go off. Mm-hmm. It's our job to kind of like not carry the torch on, but, you know, keep people educated. Keep people, you know, informed on what's going out there. You know, keep fighting that fight against regulations and, you know, mm-hmm. the big bag boogie, boogeyman and all that kind of <laughs> shit like that. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough that... Our owner of our shop is a is a younger, and I believe uh, Outlaw's owner is he's he's in the younger yep. side too. So you know we're both we both have that, and that's where you're seeing a lot more you know shops pop up where it's it is in the you know 40s and below age group, and uh, you know and I'm I, and I like seeing that because it's bringing in a totally different clientele. It's bringing in a different you know footprint into the industry. I'm liking that, you know, just looking around the room here, it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice mixture. Yeah. And I mean, we, there's another group of guys that come in, well, it started with one mm-hmm. and he would come in every weekend, you know, almost every day, buy a couple cigars. He, oh yeah, I'm just buying these for my buddies. You know, we're going to drink on my porch. I was like, well, you know, the winter's coming around. Why don't you bring them up here? Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, oh, we can't bring alcohol. You guys don't have beer. Oh, well, I mean, it's BYOB. We just ask that you put it in our cup yeah you know that's the kind of you know way around it i guess you mm-hmm. could say 
and they had no idea about that yeah. and now they come up all the time so they've been coming up I mean he was buying the cigars for all his buddies but now him and his buddies come up here and hang out so cool so what's uh, what's what's Missouri law is it 18 or 21 it's recently 21 within okay. the last couple of years okay so ours just changed um, two months ago it's now 21 this is where it gets weird it's 21 Unless you turn 19 and 19, you turn 20 and 20, and then after that, it's 21 and up. You want to talk about a cluster? Yeah. Like we have, so we have a big high school down in Little Rock, uh, Little Rock, Little Rock Catholic. Their old, uh, I don't know if it was their old father, he would always walk the halls of Catholic High with a cigar in his mouth. So every last day of school, all the seniors would get a cigar and they'd walk down to the Arkansas River. And just they just smoke the cigar, remembrance of him, and everything like that. Can't do that anymore. So it's just like that tradition is gone, and yeah. it's like it sucks. It's stupid. I mean, it's if you're 18. I mean, you're 18. Um, but then another part is like if you're in the military, you're fine. You can smoke. And like it's just the laws are just becoming so crazy, and it's hard to like remember everything. Like we had, a, I had a kid come in uh, the other day. Definitely, you look looked younger. I mean, my thing is like if you look. Younger than me, I'm going to card you. He was nervous, I can tell. So instantly I'm like, all right, something's <laughs> up. So he gives me the ID, and it's like, it says he was born in 2000. I'm like, okay. So he's not 21, but he is 19. So like, all right, is this sure? <laughs> this is good. So I go and I like, Brandon's in the human door, so I just slap the thing on, on the window. I was like, is this good? <laughs> I don't know. These laws are crazy. And the kid's are like, oh my God, am I in trouble or whatever? <laughs> I'm going to turn around, like, like, man laws just changed like we're just making sure everything's on the up and up and he was like getting out his wallet and everything he's shaking yeah. i'm like you all right he's like yeah i'm just i was like ah, don't worry you're good yeah i mean when i was you know going you know growing up it was you know 18 for mm-hmm. the longest time oh, yeah. so it was super easy and then all this i mean i wish i could smoke with the younger generation yeah you know? and down at school you know there's we have big back porch I was in a fraternity mm-hmm. and it's those guys it's hard for them to get cigars and buy cigars because they're not 21 yeah so you know every so often I'll try and see what I can do about bringing them down and stuff like that just to make sure that they can still keep smoking keep it up because you know wherever they go they might not be able to have cigars yeah so. yeah no that, that's good you know and that's you know I I, I, I hope this is something that doesn't, you know, die out just because the convenience isn't there anymore. At the same time, you know, I'll abide by the rules even though, even if I think they're BS. I'm going to do what it is because at the same time, I don't want to get pegged. Mm-hmm. The shop gets pegged. I don't want to I don't want to pay $500 for, you know, a fine. And I sure as hell know Brandon doesn't want to either. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, I know I'm paying my part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I'd probably have to pay his part too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, it, it all settles down and everything. And then once it finally is, you know, 2021, you know, sorry, kid, you got to wait until, you know, you actually got to buy a beer and cigar at the same time. Yeah. It just sucks that, you know, the cigars are lumped in into, I mean, whether it is just trying to stop the vape and all that kind of stuff. And a, a high schooler, a 19-year-old, isn't coming in to buy a $20 cigar. You know, they're trying to stop the $4 vape juice or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't 
even when I when I was in high school, you know, I'd try to sneak and buy Swisher sweets. You know, yeah. I wasn't going into you know trying to buy the uh, you know the Padron 1926 or anything oh, like that. Yeah. You know, my cheap ass was like, yeah, can I have the uh, 25 cent uh, Philly right there, please? Mm-hmm. So, what other shop do you any other shops that you can uh, that you hang out with, or what's the other ones at home, back at home or whatever? So in St. Louis, there's one. Uh, it's called Ilo's. I L O. Okay. Um, Joe there, super open guy, always there, always working, and it actually has three bocce ball courts in the back, and they nice. host bocce ball tournaments monthly. Um, unless that has changed since I've moved, but they have a whole back um, patio, and it's actually bigger than the inside shop where people sit down and smoke, yeah. along with the bocce ball courts, and it's all open. But then during the winter, they have those retractable walls from like basically garage doors, yeah, yeah. and then like the um, the tarp that goes around, and they have heaters. Okay. So it's you know you can be outside, be playing bocce ball, in ten degree weather. Nice. So it's pretty nice in that atmosphere. I mean, I've interned in Dallas last summer. There's a couple shops that I went there. Okay. Great, great places. I'm, uh, for instance, Elite Cigar. So uh, whenever I go to da- I go to Dallas a lot. I go to Elite. Yeah. I like Elite a lot. I love Elite. It's a it's a good shop. You can uh, get food. Good food too. The Cuban sandwich there. If you ever had that? Oh yeah. And wings. The wings are fantastic. Um, but the cigars are really good. The, the drinks are good. I meet buddies down there all the time. Elite Elite is on my short list mm-hmm. of uh, down there. There's another one. I don't know if you went to. It's called. Uh, Cigar art. I chose Elite over that one. So next time you're in Dallas, go to Cigar Art. It's the exact opposite. Elite is cool. Cigar Art is cool. Cigar Art is like that old school kind of like uh, jazz music playing, old like old timey chairs, kind of that chill vibe. Mm-hmm. Whereas Elite is like has a nice long bar and that good little seating section. Art is just like uh, it's just a place where you just want to like you feel like Hemingway. You just want to write. Yeah, there. it's it's really cool. There's a place in Nashville called Primings. Okay. Um, whenever I go to Nashville, which is a couple of times, I always make sure to to uh, sit there or to have a smoke there. I was sitting down with one of the workers there, and they had they had a decent selection. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty small humidor for the most part, but again, it was like a jazz club. Yeah. And this guy that I was talking to. I mean, dressed to the nines, he just wasn't wearing a blazer. He had a vest on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was surprised he wasn't wearing, like, a monocle or anything. <laughs> top, I mean, he was hat. fancy. He was fancy. And I was sitting with him and getting to know him. Come to find out, he was the owner of the shop. Okay. And, I mean, he looks mid-30s, maybe. Nice. Super nice guy. His name's Jacob as well, so we bonded on that. Yeah. Great shop in Nashville. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I haven't been to Nashville in quite a few years, but... Uh, you know, I'm going to start traveling a little bit more, so I'll have to check that one out on on the St. Louis side. And you know, there's always that shop down in Little Rock that you can, t- can come yeah. to. Do a list in. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, I know you've heard all the games and the answers and stuff like that. Now you actually get to play in and join in in your own million dollars. Are you are you excited? I am. I mean, you took the words out of my we, mouth. We we come up with some. I say we. You know, MDB Games comes up with some crazy scenarios we just happen to put them together and everything um so uh it's actually funny because whenever i hear your guys's podcast uh-huh. and it's fridays uh-huh. I'll, i work fridays here so i'll take that question bring it up and there's a gang that comes here 
um, a group of guys that comes up here and smokes, and I'll always drop the question on them and see what how they would respond. <laughs> nice. Uh, have, have you heard this past week's yet? Not yet. So it's a special triple edition. Mm. So it's uh, it gets weird. Okay. Like we we had we had a, uh, a a rep come in and it's just like Steve was like yeah, keep going. I'm like all right and I just kept pulling cards and I was pulling some ridiculous shit. <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty funny. But this week, um, so this is gonna be the first like listener kind of like involvement. So I'm kind of excited. You're you're breaking you're breaking the ice here. Yeah. You know everybody's gonna be jealous. All right. I don't actually have the cards, but I have it on my phone this time. So million dollars. Every time you go into a grocery store, you have to divulge one embarrassing fact about yourself over the PA system. Hmm. I've done it before as a dare, so <laughs> I'm not too ashamed. And you but get, I mean, you, constantly doing it. I don't know. My girlfriend does the grocery shopping. So you so have an easy out. I do. But then again, there's always the, oh, I forgot bread. You know, can you go up there and grab something? You're like, shit. I mean, most of these people, you know, most of them... I probably won't ever see again. Yep. So I'm not too worried about it. You just have to go to a different grocery store every time. Exactly. And here in Kansas City, there's a lot. (laughs) See, I don't have that. I don't have that great (laughs) liability with me. I have like Kroger. I have Walmart. I have Trader Joe's now. Um, They're going to get to know me. And honestly, I kind of stick out. Yeah. Um, But you know what? Screw it. I want to take. Give me that money. I'll just send Mo. She'll. I'll drive her there. (laughs) You know, she'll go in there and do the stuff. And uh, but at the same time, you know. I don't really get embarrassed mm-hmm. about myself a lot. You know, I I just don't. I don't care. I mean, I'll I'm trying to think now like what's an embarrassing fact I can just give myself about right now. I know I think everybody since everybody knows I really like BTS, that's probably the most embarrassing fact that I can think of right now. <laughs> the guilty pleasure? Yeah. Guilty pleasure. Um, man, I was actually going through like my guilty pleasures what were the what were the topics um movies um music food uh, cigars and there's one other one i forget i listened to it on the way up here today i don't remember um, yeah but those th- those were like the basic ones that we could really mm-hmm. think about right right there so it's funny because so wife marielle was you know listened to it and i she didn't hear the episode and then we got to music and i say Oh, I got this from my wife, and I kind of like I was driving, but I kind of like turned and look at her, and she was like, oh, "No," and I was like, "I really like BTS." <laughs> and, she, and she like covered her mouth. She's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, a banger's a banger," you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, movies. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, one of my guilty pleasures is, I guess, chick flicks. I mean, there's there's yeah. some good chick flicks. Dude, I'm out the same there. way. Like a romantic comedy. Yeah. Man, you can't go wrong with that. Well, I mean, uh, The Notebook, for instance. Yeah. First three times that I watched it, twice I twice I cried. Bring it to I'll your admit eye. It. Hey, I'll admit so it. You got to get those alligator tears every once in a while. Yep. All right, so before we wrap up, let's talk about the cigar one quick last time. Um, really good smoke. Um, definitely, if you can get out there and find them, pick one up. I'm going to butcher the name again, so why don't you say it this time? The uh, Foundation... Menelik. Menelik. Um, so that's M-E-N-E-L-I-K. Um, again, it's the, he was the son of King of Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. Um, so definitely, you know, some history, some biblical history back there. Uh, check it out. Definitely try this, try the cigar. If you like 
a nice, rich, robust, peppery, but not, you know, too over the top spicy peppery. It's really good. Um, but you do get that really nice richness from it. Again, pairs well with this, with this beer. Um, so is this going to be one that's going to go in the, uh, the dossier? Oh yeah, for sure. I wonder, for I, sure. I, I want to read, you'll have to send me the picture of the write-up yeah. on that one. You know? I will, I will for so sure. I, I want to see that. So that's, uh, that's awesome. Well, man, I appreciate, you know, doing the show with, with, with me this week. It's, it's fun. This is something I want to do more often and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and hoping to get to that point eventually and everything. And this is a, uh, this is a show for the listeners. You know, I want to get the listeners involved. I want to do more of this. I have the capability of calling people and stuff like that and doing that. Hell, I want to travel and do that more often. Um, oh, and also, thanks for the uh, the Ten Commandments list. You know, yep. I gave that to a bunch of the regulars and everything, and they all they all really enjoyed that and everything. It was nice hearing them get into the uh, the discussions and yeah. everything, and and that's what it's about. Yeah, I mean, when I sent it to you, I mean, the the draft that I have now, it's changed even now Mm -hmm. i mean even after the show i've gotten feedback from other people from people in this shop and i've i wouldn't say changed it but i've edited it for sure because a lot of it you know was based off what i was experiencing more in college Mm -hmm. and then when i'm actually in the shop it's totally different it's different when you're on the consumer side to the behind the counter side Mm -hmm. it's a lot different got a lot more pet peeves and dropped other pet peeves it's you (laughs) You become very cognizant of what you used to do and then you kind of get that cringy like oh my god that's what i used to do yep (laughs) i mean like some of the first cigars in my dossier that i smoked i was like i just it's like going from bartons to gray goose it's hard to go back it's i mean i mean everybody has to start on the plastic bottle though (laughs) yeah that's that's true that's true (laughs) well jacob i appreciate it this has been awesome and uh you know i travel up here all the damn time so you'll you'll see my happy ass up here again yep go chiefs Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, again, I'm up here at Outlaw Cigar in Kansas City on the north side. They have one location in the south, another one opening up here shortly, soon. So, check them out and everything. Uh, again, like, uh, subscribe, feedback. Let me know if there's a shop around, you know, around my area, you know, where I'm based out of Little Rock. If there's a shop near you and you want me to come to, you know, reach out to me. I will definitely bring this show on the road and everything, and we can go from there. Um, So again, thank you very much, and thanks for the hospitality that you have here. Great cigar, awesome, awesome beer. Really like that. Uh, Too bad I just can't take any of that on the road (laughs) for me. But uh, for Jacob, I'm Aaron. Later.